Well, hello, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Appreciate you joining me again today. Our chapter day journey is in Matthew 11, and it was verses 2 and 3 that resonated with me. It says, when John the Baptist, who was in prison, heard about the deeds of the Messiah, Jesus, he sent his disciples to ask him, are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? Today's podcast is entitled, Two Guys Alone in a Mall. When I was in high school, there was a recording artist named Steve Taylor, who I avidly listened to along with almost all of my friends. He wasn't an A-list celebrity. He was more of a niche artist. Some might even say that he was an acquired taste. Nevertheless, in our minds, he was famous, a famous recording artist, and we devoured every song on every album. His stuff was edgy for the time, countercultural uh, in our circles, and he pushed at a lot of issues and causes in his lyrics that resonated with me and my peer group. In college, I worked evenings and weekends at a bookstore in the local mall. Despite the category of bookstore, the store sold a lot of music and gifts as well as books. One Saturday in January, the mall was completely dead, as is normal for shopping malls in the frigid Midwest after the holidays. On this particular Saturday, Steve Taylor was scheduled to spend the afternoon signing albums for fans in my bookstore. I was the only person on duty in the store that day, and I seem to remember that (laughs) only one or two customers came into the store that afternoon. So it was just me and Steve Taylor standing around, hanging out for an entire afternoon. Steve Taylor wasn't what I expected. He wasn't as good looking as the album covers made him out to be. Sorry, Steve. He was witty and right brain, but he didn't have the cynical, even caustic spirit that I expected him to have based on his lyrics and his music. He had less ego than I expected for someone who, in my estimation, was a famous artist. I expected him to be annoyed that no fans showed up wanting to see him and have him sign their albums. He seemed not to care at all. He just hung out with me. We talked, we laughed, got to know each other a little bit. It was just two guys spending an afternoon, an enjoyable winter afternoon, in the quiet bookstore of an abandoned shopping mall. Like many uh, children of my generation, I grew up going to Sunday school every Sunday and going to vacation Bible school every summer. And all those experiences taught me about Jesus, at least from the perspective of the United Methodist Church's institutional education system. I learned a lot of the stories that I continue to read about in my chapter day journey. A lot of what I learned was helpful, maybe even instructive. But I was 14 when I asked Jesus to come into my heart and life. And in a simple fumbling prayer, I personally surrendered my life and asked him to be Lord of it. At that moment, I had a divine experience. I entered a relationship with Jesus. In a way, it was the first time I personally met the Jesus I'd heard so much about. Like any relationship, it has been a process of learning and knowing and being known. There were even some things that I had to unlearn. There were things that were taught to me by the institutional education system, 
with all the best of intentions, that gave me false perceptions of who I found Jesus to be in my relationship with him. In today's chapter, I found it fascinating that even John the Baptist questioned whether Jesus was the Messiah. I mean, Jesus certainly wasn't immediately ushering in the doom of Judgment Day that John had prophesied he would to the crowds. It was clear that Jesus' teaching and ministry had not met John's expectations or preconceived notions of what he was expecting. So he had to send his disciples to ask, uh, did I get this all wrong? In the quiet this morning, I find myself looking back on a 40-year relationship with Jesus. The Jesus I've come to know as I've spent nearly 15,000 days asking and seeking, knocking, praying, searching, listening, obeying, and following. He is so much more than the two-dimensional character on my Sunday school handout. Like any relationship, I have to continue to peel back the layers of knowing and being known. There have been moments when, I confess, I foolishly and proudly thought and probably even proclaimed that I fully knew Jesus. There were moments that I thought I had him nailed down, pun intended. If even John the Baptist had moments of needing a realignment of knowing and relationship, then why wouldn't I? From my current waypoint on the journey, I'm quite convinced that I haven't even scratched the surface of knowing Jesus. The more I jettison preconceived notions and approach the chapter each morning with an open heart and mind, the more I receive, the more I find, the more I experience the door opening to new discoveries. I hope you have some great new discoveries today, my friend. Have a good one. We'll be back here tomorrow.